Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily, the best bits of this afternoon's show. And we had, it was like a, a it was a, 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 a turnstile, wasn't it? Of conveyor guests. belt. Conveyor belt, yeah. We had some good guests. We spoke to, um, if you ever want to Turnstile a, would imply that we charge people to yeah, come in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we spoke to a man that's very good at spot the ball. Mm. He's won two cars. He'll tell us more about that and hopefully give you a few tips. Yeah. Um, Involving a ruler. <laughs> uh, well, actually, not even a ruler, but more on that yeah. later. Uh, anything else? Lucy Porter. She was very good. She, she came in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't know. Discovered. We've never really talked football with her before mm. when she's come in, but we found out something about her past, which was very interesting. Uh, Ian Smith, the comedian. He, he was, was good. good yeah, uh, Manchester United supporting comedian. We we enjoyed chatting to him. And who else? Uh, I think that's about that's it. That's it. Really. Yeah, great. Bit of, a, bit of us talking. Bit of us chatting. Yeah. So um, here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy, and welcome back. Thank you very much. And uh, yes. how's the cold? Is it getting better? Oh, not really. No. Oh, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Is it lingering? Oh, it lingers. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know about the listeners, but my colds always last six weeks. Wow. They do. Nice. Yeah. This and they go in. Always go in the same. I always think I'll get away with it, and I don't. And uh, it, the cold's gone. It's another five weeks to go. Of that shiny know, number eleven. There. I know, it's the old mucus radaby. Yeah. Thank you it very really much. Enjoy your lunch. Thank you very much. I'll try not to. Uh, Rebecca Vardy. Uh, that was a fascinating story yesterday. Yeah. And you just uh, picked up on it. Apparently, Daniel mm, Lloyd got involved earlier oh, on she today. Now? She's she's weighed well, in and twenty three. And and day. Rebecca Vardy has now uh, come back. It's suddenly we've. It's, um, there's yeah, three it's, people involved yeah, in but this. She did that thing that people do when they're accused of something. That, you know, I don't know whether she did it or not. <coughs> she's no certainly idea. claiming she didn't. Yeah, she's she's denying any responsibility. But people who do that always say, oh, I'm considering legal action. So I'm see. And often they don't. So I'm going to wait and see whether legal action does ensue. Because okay. it's, it's a sort of... Well, maybe she'll a, start with you and work her way over to the colleague. Well, I, I haven't said anything. <laughs> no, I, know haven't, not, I know you haven't. I know you haven't. I know you don't think for one minute. Uh, you're not making well, not any, any judgments because that's you're well, not that kind of guy. Not only that, I wouldn't have any clue. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I don't know either of the people. <laughs> An onlooker helpfully observed, though. Beep, beep, beep. No, no you didn't talk. say anything. An don't onlooker worry. helpfully observed. They will never be friends again. Oh, yeah, it doesn't sound like they were friends before, really. Well, I think they were, <laughs> weren't they? they? Yeah, they did. Well, might I have affected it. I don't yeah. know, yeah. I love Dave Kitson's... If uh, I started telling you stuff that you thought, oh, the papers might like that, 
Yeah. It's unlikely, you, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, what am I going to tell you? that the, That's honestly, you know, I can't even get my birthday in the yeah. papers. They don't M- know who I Molly am. got covered in fox excrement or something. Yeah, that's true. Really right. well, no, the sun's not going to go with that. <laughs> not really, there, really, no. Possibly on a very quiet news day <laughs> in an international week. Yeah. The dog, Full, Molly's a dog, double, by the way. Double page feature. Molly's a dog, in case you're a bit worried <laughs> by what Andy said there. Yeah. Now, Andy, yes. um, okay. uh, a bit of memorabilia news, yeah. uh, music memorabilia. An unwashed green cardigan Kurt Cobain wore for Nirvana's MTV Unplugged gig in 1993 will be auctioned online. They reckon it's going to go for a lot of money. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a sort of definitive gig there. I remember yeah. my son loved Nirvana and he had that album, the Unplugged album. It was brilliant. Do you know who should buy it? Who? Well, she hasn't got one, has she? Cardi oh, B. Cardi B. How many times have we said, <laughs> Cardi, of all this Cardi B, Cardi B. She's, got, she's got a successful career, <laughs> she's she adored bought. by millions, <laughs> um, it's, yeah, I think it's the number one album, no Cardi. She could afford it. Yeah, she probably she could. Probably I, could. I'll leave that out there for you. It's a good idea. You. Just have at least one. I'll live up to your name. <laughs> Today's I'm Not Buying You. We seem to have a rush of these stories at the moment. We've now got Osama Bin Laden appearing in somebody's curtains. I'm not buying that one either. And the one I'm really not buying is the, the, do- the little four-year-old kid who was left to with her mum's lipstick and covered her face in it. But not like that. I mean, like a full makeup job as it was done by professional makeup. It's a bit umpa lumper, isn't it? Well, but they got it straight off. They they rubbed it straight off. Well, also, if you, I promise, if you left a four-year-old with lipstick, they would not come up with a neat, beautifully done, yeah, it's, executed face like that. It'd be all over her face, wouldn't it? That's a so you, you think that's a bit of Photoshop, are you? I'm not buying it. Honestly. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I mocked up a thing of me and mashed potato the other few months ago. What a f- your face uh, in mashed potato? Yeah. And I could say, well, people could say, oh, look, here's the face of Andy Jacobs has appeared in That's, mashed potatoes. You're not going to make the papers either. I won't be trying to sell that. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Is yeah, exactly yeah. right. Um, the star helpfully mocked up Steve McFadden in clown gear yesterday because he once tried his hand at being a clown but reduced children to tears. A lot of clowns yeah. do. TV hard man. But I thought that's a good disguise for Steve because he does like to go unrecognised. Yeah, if he can walk so he, around like that. I still think you'd know it's him, though. Yeah, you're showing me a picture. Well, it's, slightly, it's slightly lost on the radio audience, really. <laughs> you showing well, me a I picture. if I went on that theory, I'd have retired about 20 years well, ago. Well, you know. <laughs> photo news, I used you, to call it. You should it. have considered uh, Yes, sorry, <laughs> photo news. That's photo right. News. Yeah, yeah, we'll put it up on, online. Absolutely. Um, I did love the idea mm. as well that uh, Shauna Harvey... Uh, the former CEO of uh, the EFL said they had considered a doing a Caravel cup drawer in space. Did you see this? <laughs> no. Yeah, they'd actually had a word with the International Space Station. They've done it in different parts of the world. Okay. I just love the idea of Chris Kawamia and Peter Reid <laughs> go- I, I going like, up in space. I quite like Motti to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, oh, the G's, the G's, as they were going up old Reedy. His old face being pushed back. It'd be smooth, wouldn't he? It'd be like Alabaster. He'd look like Vladimir Putin just as <laughs> he, he left the Earth out. Atmosphere, old Pete. But um, yeah, I think the best way to decide on who the two people would have been would have been to have got uh, Max and Barry in to done a game of um, yeah. Culver House yeah. and then arrived at two final names. And they're the ones who would have gone into space. Well. Yeah, that would have worked well. Uh, the first Christmas card of the year has arrived from Neil Lee. Uh, very early. Very early, but we do appreciate it. He yeah. says, uh, Happy Christmas from Neil and the team. So there you go. Okay, who are the team? Uh, Neil's team is the health and social care training at... doesn't say, actually. Okay. Well, well thank you, go? Neil and the team. It's, yeah, God bless you. But, are, but it's, uh, thank you very much. It's only the, not even the middle of October yet. Yeah. Uh, thank oh, no. you. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Years ago, yes. kids, uh, there used to be a thing, and it still exists, but in a kind of very minor way. There used to be a thing called, and it was all the rage, it was called Spot the Ball. 
and you'd have an old picture of a often like a sort of fourth division game. Yeah. And there, I mean, I'm sure you know what it is. You've seen examples of it. The ball's up in the air. Well, yeah. it's not. One going to head it. Yeah, the one's heading it. Goalie's reaching for it. But where you've is got to come and guess where the ball is, and you could win yourself something like five guineas, which was a king's ransom yeah, then, of just, course. You had to have the ball exactly in the middle, where your ball had to be exactly covering their ball. If it was slightly off, that was it. Of course. You can only yeah. have one winner, and you have exactly. to be right on the money. Well, um, there's all sorts of weird and wonderful spot the ball competitions that are still going. And our next guest has won twice. Uh, and he's won really. two Porsches. <laughs> it's amazing. Not bad. Uh, it's Tom Harvey. He joins us now. Hello, Tom. Hi, you there? You all right? Yeah, yeah, good. Thank you. Well, I mean, you, are you, you driving in one of your Porsches? <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not at this moment in time. I'm pulled up. I'm safe. Yeah. Okay, so you've obviously got the knack, Tom. I mean, what do you put it down to? If only it was that easy to answer. I can't say I'm not good at it because winning twice I've clearly got to be. But unfortunately, there's no secret to it. I keep getting asked. Um, I think it's a little bit of skill and a, I won't say it on radio, but a lot of luck. A lot of luck, yeah. A ra- so- bit random. But the thing is, you presumably sort of had a very good idea. You mustn't. Do you follow football a lot to know where the ball might be? Do you know what? If any of my friends are listening, they laugh. I play football quite a lot. I don't ever watch it. It doesn't interest me for no reason at all. I just get bored. Really? So it is... I, I can't even explain the reasons why I'm good at it. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So, uh, to, now, to win one uh, is, is pretty good going. But to win again, for them to let you win again, which is a kind of good is good from their point of view, I suppose. But I'm sure it doesn't work like that. They must decide... They take it, they have a panel of experts who decide where the absolute dead centre of the ball is, and then they then they find a, an entry that matches it. Is that what happens? That's correct, yeah. They, it's quite good because they do it on their website, so you can actually follow the winner each week, and um, they actually show you their judging panel, so it's different people, different referees, footballers, I think, that right. they get in. So it's, and then it goes on an average of the four, I believe I'm right. So, right. Oh, I think um, I've seen this online. So, but they often they'll come along and they'll surprise you, so you won't know, will you, that you've won till some bloke rocks up at your place of work or whatever, and uh, they're giving you the keys to a new car. That's exactly it. And um, I don't know if you've had the chance or opportunity to watch the video on their website yet, but when you see my video, you can see I definitely didn't know it was going to happen. <laughs> uh, I was in complete shock. <laughs> and the second time, you must have been thinking, well, they've let me win one. So, what, a bit greedy to keep entering, or did you just love <laughs> this? Did you think, oh, but, and then another Porsche? Not, not exactly the same one, I take it. No, it wasn't. Um, well, the good thing is the competition, I think someone won twice before a long time ago, and you, you, you're still allowed to play and obviously it doesn't look good if you win frequently hmm. but they do ban you for a year you know from playing which which is fair but as yeah. they say is, you know if you choose to play again that's your choice yeah. um, but I honestly the reason I played again was not to be greedy but I enjoy watching the winners videos oh okay I, I took the idea as I want to still be involved you know because the chance of winning again would be pretty incredible hmm for the, for the petrol heads, then, what are the two um, Porsches you've won? I uh, won a Porsche 911 Carrera 4 GTS. Wow. And for this one, I've won a Porsche Macan Sport. Oh, OK. Which is a new shape that's just come out. So, yeah, so you're, you're a plumber. Car. You're a plumber, so... You'll probably afford your own Porsche, you'll have to, let's be honest. You'll have to, <laughs> you'll have to <laughs> up the old call-out call out charges. You can add to the... But no... <laughs> Yeah, do you have to put the no tools are left in this nine eleven overnight? Have you put, have you put <laughs> well, a little it, sticker in? Do you know what the funny thing to that is? Um, I've had the nine eleven for eighteen months, mm. and I've done fifteen thousand miles in it. I've been all over the place. Things I've dreamed of doing, I've managed to do because of it. 
And wow. I sold it on Sunday, and then um, I won again on Tuesday. Wow. You couldn't write it. That is incredible. You really couldn't. Eh? Also, if you, pop, if you rock up in, your, in the 911 to do a quote, people are going to be thinking, cool. blimey, I bet he's expensive. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first time I won it, I looked after a friend who had to service his boiler. It was about an hour drive. So I went in the car. Yeah. And uh, even he said I was crazy just to put my tool bag in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is in pretty impressive, yeah. though, to again. What a story, though. Well, get, sold story. the car and yeah. uh, and then have got, have got another one. So now, the way we all do it, Andy, I don't know about you, if I, I just kind Ooh. of follow the eyes. I follow the eyes of the two people <laughs> going up to head the ball. Oh, right, okay. And don't you do that? You think well, that must be there. Is, is that yeah, it? that's exactly it. But the, the truth is some weeks, because I play... Not every week, but most weeks. And you might do a 10 or 20 pounds, whatever it might be. And um, some weeks I'm nowhere near. And then other weeks, I think it was about three weeks ago, I was pretty close. Mm. Um, but yeah, you'll laugh. I used a coffee coaster for this winning one. A coffee coaster? What, what, yeah, was, just like that? Nothing technical, just mm. like a straight line. Just used a straight line from that and drew it under the eyes of one of the players, yeah? That's it, yeah. That's a good idea. What about that? And you can be yeah. driving around in your new Porsche. <laughs> the old... Not bad investment, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can understand these days how they remove the ball, but I wonder how they did it in the old days when you didn't have the system, did you? Like you could do it now. Just to just to kind of just yeah, I how they got rid of the put ball. a bit of sky over it from elsewhere. Yeah. I wonder in the old days of the newspapers, it's the news of the world that was big into it, wasn't it? That yeah. was it oh, was yeah, a big yeah. competition. But uh, well, look, well done, Tom. Um, and uh, you're going to keep. You're going to have another year off and then go back in. What do you fancy next? Well, they always say things come in freeze. I don't know if I'll be that lucky, though, and I think I might have gained some enemies if, I'm, if I win again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. who, who knows? Keep, keep using the magic coaster. Keep it for another year, won't you? So. I appreciate it. Thanks Here's a lot. All the best. Cheers, Tom. Thank you. Cheers. Tom Harvey there, the plumber, has won two Porsches at Spot. We're calling this a sports story because it's Spot the Ball. Well, it is a sports story. And yeah. also the fact that he... You'd never seen any of the players in the pictures. And when they did it, you, oh, never, you never knew anybody who was in the, oh, no. in yeah. the pictures, really. It had to be a fairly obscure game. Yeah, that's, it, really. that's true. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Making a welcome return. We haven't seen her for a long time. It was uh, comedian Lucy Port. Hi, Hello, Lucy. How are you? It's so lovely to see you It's been a long again. time. I hope you don't look any different. Well, if anything, you. you look younger. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even possible. Like Carol Vorderman. I noticed today in the paper, she looks younger. I don't know what's happened there. Yeah, she's younger than me now. She used to be 10 years older than me, <laughs> and I've overtaken her. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Now, your daughter, has, um, as you say, has got into football, and, and your dad was an Arsenal fan, and has got a lot of Arsenal memorabilia. Yeah, well, Or is so, an Arsenal fan, and so you've, has it been passed on to you? Yes? Well, no, so this, I need help from you, right, and okay. possibly your listeners, because mm. I, mm. the football thing has skipped a generation, well, yeah. sport generally, skipped a generation mm. in family so my dad came over to from ireland in the 1950s and like many irish men he found accommodation in north london and Mm. became an arsenal fan so for years used to go to arsenal you know in the 60s and 70s and when i was growing up i kind of i I, i've never liked football i'll be honest with you and i'm sorry to say that to (laughs) many of your listeners may not feel the same way but um uh, but you know, I absorbed a bit, and I was like, you know, I've, like, ooh, someone Adams, mm. and there was, you know, someone Adams. there was someone yeah. David 
Seaman. I, I did um, a comedy show once with David Seaman and my dad was so excited and I was like, well, I don't know who this man is. And my dad was like, it's David Seaman. And um, and I so I brought my dad along mm. to meet David Seaman. He's a very he, cheerful what, man, Oh, David he was Seaman. lovely. Yeah, yeah. He was an absolute was delight. People who are nice to my parents, like, they can do no wrong. <laughs> I'm now a huge David <clears> Seaman fan. But anyway, so I sort of vaguely had some sense of Arsenal and then, you know, Arsene Wenger, I was like, I believe he's doing a good job in the mm. early days, you know, and then it all went on a bit long. But um, I... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but Bluffer's yeah. guide to supporting Arsenal. So, yeah, well, I have no idea now what's going on with Arsenal. Um, but my so my dad sadly passed away a few years ago, and he hadn't been for years. The last time we took him, he was in very poor health actually for the last quite a few years. But in two thousand and one, I think it was two thousand and one, we took him to uh, an Arsenal game. But it was a Arsenal Tottenham right. game, and it was it turns <clears> out it was the <throat> Sol Campbell. Had, the game he went back. He went it? back, right, yes. Yeah. And so my poor old dad, who hadn't been to Arsenal for years, and we were like, oh, this would be lovely. And it was the most terrifying experience mm. of my life. Quite hostile, that <laughs> yeah, was really... You, 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 I mean, it's, it's, it's not the friendliest of games, but that was a particularly... Yes, yeah, it, yeah, was those two it was brutal. Yeah, it was brutal. So we were all a little bit shell-shocked after yeah. that. So I have had nothing before or since to do. And then when my dad died, because... Um, he was such an Arsenal fan that obviously over the years a lot of people bought him stuff so he had loads of Arsenal mugs and like beach towels even though my dad hadn't been on a beach since <laughs> the late 70s but you know so all of this stuff was unused and when me and my sisters were sorting out my mum and dad's house we were like well you know it seems a shame to throw these perfectly good things away um, or give them away so I took them all and so our house looks like it belongs to absolutely fanatical. In fact, I had a, uh, one of my kids' friends came Especially around. on holiday, of course, well, when exactly, you go away. Well, exactly, that's it. We'd, we'd had the paddling pool out and the kids were all in the paddling pool and they got out and I had wrapped my children in Arsenal beach towels oh. and they were drinking hot chocolate out of an Arsenal mug. And not unreasonably, mm. the mother of one of the other children said, oh, um, so you're an Arsenal fan. And I was <laughs> like, <the> no. <laughs> and I couldn't work out why she would say that. And then I was like, oh, I see. I could give that impression, yeah. yeah. Um, but so anyway, my daughter has now got really into football because, you know, they play it at mm. school and it's a whole new world with the lionesses. She's incredibly inspired by well, seeing women's yeah. football. I mean, I know people think, you know, people are very sniffy about women's football. and But when you see what young girls take from it and the fact that they do watch girls like them playing football it is amazing and mm. I think anything that gets kids into sport generally is great um, especially girls and so she's but she's massively into it and she is now like well we're Arsenal fans in our family mummy aren't we that's you know that's what we do and I'm like, yes, um, and I know nothing. You're going to have to start going to games then, possibly, because there's a lot of comedians, fellow comedians who are big Arsenal fans. Yes, well, because we my agent is, um, she's a season ticket holder at right. Arsenal, and Alan Davis and Dara, yeah. Ramesh. You yeah, know. yeah, Ian so, Stone, loads of loads, loads of big Arsenal fans who go to the games regularly. I so. love the idea of handing my daughter over to these <laughs> to terrible <laughs> babysitters. Yeah. <laughs> if there's a no, spare they, going, that'd be great. Actually. Well, all you really yeah. need to know is that they, they were a, a top side for many years but they're now playing something called the conference um, and they've, they've fallen on hard times after Arsenal being like, they all went pear-shaped and uh, I think they've got Boreham Wood this Saturday which is near the yeah so yeah it's, just, so it's a good time to take them now that you know hopefully they'll they'll be on their way back again into the Premier League. Well, do you know, because I used to live in Manchester and it was at the time when, I mean, I 
think so. Alan Ball was uh, attempting mm. to manage Man City yeah. at, that, at that stage. And so I always supported City because at that point United were the top team in Manchester and City were the underdogs. And I just always like an underdog. So if they have, if they're fallen, if their fortunes have fallen slightly, then that's yeah, perfect. Sadly, sadly, they're on the way back. Yeah, they're on the way back. Quickly mention before you go, <laughs> you, you mentioned your husband before. It's Justin Edwards, of course, and he's in thick of it and lots of brilliant things. And he did a thing a few years ago that we absolutely loved called Jeremy Lyon. Oh. It was a brilliant, brilliant character <laughs> performance that was... He, he had to give up because it was just too much, wasn't it? I mean, if you, well, if, if people want to Google mm. uh, the 12 days of Christmas, Jeremy oh, Lyon, funny. that is one of his <laughs> staple, yeah. you know, it's, it's that's the thing that people remember. And it is, yeah, it involves putting away quite a lot of booze. <laughs> yeah, and I've got a lot of booze and, and fabric conditioner. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is the thing as well. He, he didn't just stick to special <laughs> brew, did he? I remember and the first Edinburgh, I, went, I had to go, and I very rarely do this, but I had to go and see him twice. It was just the, one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. Then I went and saw him in London. He was at the... Uh, Warehouse, yeah. Don where No, not the warehouse. Chocolate factory. Chocolate yeah, factory. Yeah. Um, and uh, and now you're telling us he's doing a podcast. He is the Jeremy Lyon podcast. Oh, is. I'm good. not even sure if I'm meant to be telling you. Oh, this right. is, is it, but you're getting an exclusive. Here we are. We are. Sports, but yeah, so that's um, brilliant. Keep your ears open. Yeah. For that and you're and you're busy, Lucy. Comedy wise, I am. I'm doing. I'm doing a Radio Four show with mm. Gina Yashere, which will be coming out next year. And bits and bobs of you know, I'm touring. Did a show in Edinburgh last year. Or no, this year. It's still we're still yeah, 2019 still technically. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've yeah. gone back to school and it, anyway yes so um, I'm touring that brilliant and I will be talking about Arsenal football yeah you'll be on the after dinner circuit doing your Arsenal <laughs> in depth Arsenal material That'll well at least fantastic. I will turn up wearing an Arsenal t-shirt drinking from an Arsenal yeah. mug yeah. And running running the legends evenings when you get the ex-players they all come out and then, please Joyce Tony someone <laughs> or somebody Adams somebody Adams I think my dad I think my dad liked him I've got no yeah. idea and David Seaman a really good legends night where <laughs> the person who was compoing knew nothing about that would be brilliant I think it's, no one's ever tried it possibly for a good reason I'm but prepared to give that a go we'll see phone me yeah. phone me now the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas. You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Not strictly sport, but it's, I've got to get off my chest because it's really annoyed me. Have you seen the Chief Medical Officer, Professor Dame Sally Davis, has said that eating and drinking must be banned on com- commuter trains and buses to tackle obesity? And I was thinking... How do you get to be a professor and a dame with such a basic lack of understanding of human behaviour? I mean, if you ban it on, all that would happen was as soon as you got off the bus or the train, you'd go straight into the sweet shop, you'd probably buy two bags of crisps. You'd be starving. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. How's yeah. that going to work? I mean, so someone eats a three-course uh, Chinese banquet uh, next to you on the train. Yeah, That's well, not massively well, I don't like pleasant, that either. I'm it? not in particularly in favour. Was it someone who hasn't got shares in Virgin Trains catering <laughs> either? I would imagine. Ridiculous. Yeah. There you go. What are you going to do? Um, Aaron Cresswell, we learnt today. I mean, he has penned a new West Ham contract, and we're told by the Sun he roared. I love it here. He roared. So, it, why are he? the cameras never there when you've got Aaron Cresswell roaring? <laughs> well, Maybe know. it's just a turn Probably of phrase. Not. I don't know. I've got a quick T Twenty birthday spread. Yeah. Pele Bill. Okay, yeah. I've got to try and guess how old this person is. With how many years is it? Uh, I think you'll know this person, pretty well-known person. Yeah. I'd say you'll be within five years here. Five years, okay, go on then. And it's a very, very happy birthday to the presenter of Wish You Were Here, the great Judith Chalmers. Oh, yeah, Judith Chalmers. Yeah, Judith. She was going to come in, actually, but she's on holiday. Of course she is. Of course she is. We did uh, Harry Hill's Alien Fun Capsule a year or so ago, and she was on it. She's still brown. She was permanently brown. No, she's, she still looks pretty well tanned. <laughs> oh, good. But um, those early holiday shows were fantastic. You looked oh, at yeah. the prices, you know, it was all things like, you can have a week in Benidorm for seven and six. <laughs> it was all this sort of stuff. An upgrade to a superior room for nine and eleven. <laughs> it was all this sort of, it was brilliant. They're real kind of time capsules. They're probably on Sounds YouTube. Yeah. Uh, go and check them out. Anyway. Mm. Um, Judith Chalmers. She's looking very good, uh, but I'd say she's probably about... 79. Oh, within five. She's 84. 84. Happy Wait, birthday uh, to Judith. Favorite. story you may have missed yesterday, uh, Andy, mm. was that... Um, <laughs> this is the sort of thing, the sort of thing you'd do if this, if Villa had beaten Chelsea five-one uh, at the Bridge, because young what, Prince George, hope that Villa were relegated. No, no, no. But it's, it's worse than that. Oh, young yeah. Prince George, uh, of course, we saw him celebrating in his pajama top and his Villa pajama top. Mm-hmm. So, but someone wrote to the local newspaper, the local uh, Norwich newspaper, complaining. They said the Royal Prince was very lucky that my seat was approximately thirty rows behind his and not nearer. With Prince George apparently jumping for joy at every Villa goal, I would have found it extremely difficult not to approach a club steward and politely ask <laughs> would it would it be possible to have these away supporters quietly removed? That is the most pathetic thing I've ever heard. <laughs> That's the sort of stunt you'd pull. No, I wouldn't. That's one, disgusting. One, one, so one Norwich fan, you know, that's a bit tight, isn't it, to do something mm. like that? It also made me think, maybe there's a book in it, You Are the Steward. Yeah. That oh, you, yeah. As a steward, you're yeah. given that's, basically that's different scenarios that you have to deal with at a football game. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, do you want me to illustrate it rather than portrait? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Paul's, Paul's a brilliant illustrator. We may not just may not get him in to talk about it uh, after the last time. <laughs> no, but, um, but yeah, I do, You Are the Steward could have legs, I think. Yeah, it's a very good yeah, idea. Yeah, because they, they, they are faced. Um, and their money, you know his steward's he's money. Actually, ne- he's actually 
actually a good idea. <laughs> I don't know. But don't the know. steward's I money never goes up, does it? Whenever they talk about a steward, well, would you weigh in for eight quid an hour? It's been eight quid an hour in that particular scenario, is it? Yeah. Would you have stopped that fight for eight quid an you hour? You think with the Premier League, they'd be on about 80 quid yeah. an hour. Yeah, well, I, I, I think it's gone, it may have gone up the minimum wage. Yeah. It's gone up slightly, but uh, I do feel that, really, because people tell these stories about being a steward, their money never goes up. You don't even get to see the up. game, do you? That's the other thing. Although, well, they I, must had a, have a, I had a friend who's, who was a steward at Chelsea for many, many years, and... Uh, he loved it. He absolutely loved it. He get in the players' tunnel, and of course, he loved the club as well. So, yeah, I think you can get a lot out of it if you if you love football. Here's a mail from the uh, Times Diary this morning. I oh, don't yeah. even know what this is. It's about Manchester City. Uh, they say uh, it's always good. The Times Diary is very entertaining. Manchester City really is scraping the barrel, oh, and not just on the football pitch. Yesterday, it announced a global partnership with Vijo, the health and wellness brand, which becomes the club's official smart blending device partner. <laughs> what? Edward would have been really upset about that. <laughs> I mean, he's he's the king of partnerships, isn't he? Yeah. I suppose it's is it to make smoothies? Is that what a, I suppose that's what a smart blending device is? I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't own one, Andy. What, what's it, who make? What's it called? The company Vijo or Vijo uh, uh, V E J O or Vejo? Okay, <laughs> Veg or Vijo? Oh, I do Vejo, struggle. V E J O blend. Was it called uh, smart blending? Smart is it? blender. Let me put this up. Okay, but it's clean. I'm sure it is. Mm. The city wouldn't get involved otherwise. Yeah, Vijo, uh, the world's first pod-based blender, brings you healthy nutrition on the go. Uh, yes, and I've got news of their partnership with Manchester City. There, oh, they're yeah. obviously all very excited about it. Well, they so, would be. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, well done to them. Less excited than blenders I was, all round. Less excited than I was to hear about Gemma Collins and her new, her new uh, podcast. Where oh, she yeah. says that basically that she believes she's got psychic powers. <laughs> Is she really? Yeah, she says aliens. If you can hear me, I've got lots of land here where we live. <laughs> I've got lots of land here yeah. where we live. This is, this, is, this is a quote. There's lots of green fields. Land your UFOs where I live. I want to talk to you. I want to hug you. I want to meet you. I'm not scared of aliens. I think they'll be scared of you. Yeah. <laughs> when I was younger, I didn't really understand that I could feel things that maybe other people didn't or see things that other people didn't. Well, what about that? Who knew? Expect an alien invasion in South Ockenden anytime <laughs> soon. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport. Making a welcome return to the studio is uh, comedian Ian Smith. Good afternoon, Ian. How are you doing? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, good we, we're just saying, my, um, uh, we had Graham stacking a little while ago and we, we only had time to scratch the surface of some of the stories that yeah. he did with you on the Magic Sponge podcast with uh, Jimmy and, uh, uh, Bullard and Rob Beckett. But um, you did get some great stories out of the players, didn't you, really, when you oh, did yeah. the podcast? Yeah, he's. Um, I think he was the best. I, I can't remember if this made it into the podcast. I've, I don't know if I get into trouble for saying this. Mm. He told us he stole a digger once from like a construction site when he was drunk, <laughs> and he says he remembers getting off the digger, but he doesn't like he didn't know how to stop it. Right. So he's probably just jumped off a digger when he's drunk. When he's drunk, he's got no, no memory idea. of the path of destruction that went before. Yeah, it. yeah. Well, they just carried on somewhere. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah. well, allegedly, probably, it allegedly. Could, it could still be going. It could still be. We won't Whoever put a date, is, we'll we won't put a date yeah, and a time yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, you, you are, uh, you came to source a little while ago, talking about your fine Edinburgh show, mm. and you, you're uh, you're taking that round the country. You've got some gigs coming up in London, haven't you? Yeah, I'm doing a couple of dates in London. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to New Zealand oh, that'd be good. in May, 
I, I don't know if anyone's listening in, in New Zealand. Um, oh, it's quite possible. What yeah. time is it there now? It's probably about two in the morning. Yeah. Our producer's got family there. What's the time, John? About two? Something like that? Bit he's, late, he's trying to work bit it out. Later. Yeah. Yeah. Three. Two. Insomniacs. Good yeah. on. Hello, That's everyone. All the insomniacs up. in Christchurch. <laughs> yeah. Big up. As, as I believe the kids used to say. Um, that, that, that we talked a bit about before about uh, your trip to Chernobyl and mm. uh, that's become a big tourist destination, uh, hasn't yeah. it, really? I mean, you, you went, you're telling us it's now become quite expensive to go there post the TV series. Yeah. But you, you got there quite cheaply. Yeah, I went when it was, like, cool. I was, like, <laughs> the person who was into a band before they come famous. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty pricey after the TV show. Mm. Me, me and my brother went. And it was pretty cheap because the Airbnb that we stayed in didn't have, like, a door handle. Um, <laughs> it didn't have a door handle and it didn't have curtains. Um, so that was cheap. Mm. Flights are cheap because, like, the situation in Ukraine isn't very good yeah. at the minute. And then Chernobyl's cheap because it's, like, dangerous. It's a it's perfect holiday if you're, like, if things are a bit tight and you're looking to go away. Yeah. Well, it was, but now it's yeah, kind it's of... It's, it's kind yeah. Of, yeah, it's pricey now. Yeah. But you, people, all the same reasons, you know, you told us the Geiger counters were bleeping all the time you were there and you, you, you kind of get used to it happening. Mm. But people are going there now and, and I don't know if they're actually weighing up the risk maybe as much as you did at the time. Yeah, I was. I worry about everything. So I was, <laughs> I was like Googling um, if it was safe and looking up all these. But I, I, it's worse Googling it. I think mm. I'd recommend... If you're mm. going to do something, just don't Google it beforehand. Right. Because that's what made me panic because I was reading an article about if a radioactive isotope can go through your lungs, apparently it, it can sort of come out of your body naturally. Oh, dear. That I don't, yeah, I just that wish I'd just... That doesn't sound good, does it? Really, really, no. really, yeah. Bad, that was supposed to be reassuring. <laughs> yeah. It, it can just come out, apparently. It can, but, but yeah, in, in, yeah. In, a, in, a, in a natural... I mean, how big are they? Are they quite big, the isotopes? Though? I don't think so. I think it's small. I don't think you can see them. Oh, OK, fair enough. Yeah. So you wouldn't even know if you were passing it then, would no, you, really? No, no. Yeah. No, it wouldn't be like, um, I don't know how far we can go into um, yeah. passing <laughs> things well, like just, you, well, yeah, you Sounds like a great place for a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Tremendous. And we'll go then. We must do a show from there, Andy, definitely. <laughs> but it's not all about uh, Chernobyl, is it? It's about other other stuff yeah, as well, yeah. this show. You, you kind of have some serious uh, aspects to it as well, in a sense. Yeah, I guess. So me, me and my fiancé, we had to postpone our wedding. Um, she she was having a bit of trouble with anxiety and things like that, mm. and that was getting pretty bad in, in the build up to it all. So we decided to postpone it, and it's sort of about only really touch on that, but it's kind of about all the things that happened because of that. Because that's kind of why me and my brother went away on a little holiday. Yeah, I said a little holiday together. Went to Chernobyl. <laughs> um, I entered a Scrabble tournament because she really liked playing Scrabble. It kind of chilled her out a bit. Mm. So I wanted to show my commitment to that. So I entered Aylesbury Scrabble Tournament. Wow, romantic. Yeah, mm. to try and beat some people. Um, the big development is I emailed them um, the Association Board of Scrabble Players yeah. and the London Scrabble Group, and quite a lot of them are coming to the show. Oh, really? Um, and I think I've oversold... How much Scrabble's in the, Scrabble the show? Element of <laughs> They're the expecting show. at least what twenty minutes of Scrabble, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I think there's. I reckon there's ten. Right. But, but it's also not. It's not complimentary. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I sort of framed it to them that I was like, "Oh, it's a Scrabble out. show." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. I'm worried about that. They're probably calling it that, Ian. They're probably saying, oh, we're off to see the Scrabble show tonight. Yeah, yeah. I understand it's all about Scrabble. (laughs) It's all very positive. Yeah. Oh, no. 
I don't know what it is about uh, stand-up comedians, but often do make very good actors, and you have done quite a lot of acting. It's quite a lot of successful mm. acting. Do you mm. enjoy that as well? Oh, yeah. I, I really love it. Um, I, I haven't done as much as I'd like um, recently. So um, if anyone's... If anyone's listening to looking for an actor, you're available. Yeah. What sort of roles are you looking for? Oh, gritty, <clears throat> gritty cop dramas. Yeah. Um, well, a gig has come up for a comedian today. Oh, yeah. uh, Arlo Hanlon was here about uh, eight, oh, six, eight months ago, true. and yes. we said we said to uh, Arlo, we said, "You got the best gig in the world. There must be." F-. He said, "Well, it's work, you know." It does. It might yeah. be sunny, but we're working all the time. Yeah. So yeah. he's called it a day. So would you fancy? Well, he's doing the ninth series, the tenth series, mm. which will be the final series. Yeah, it's up for grabs. And Chris Marshall, yeah. they've all been in. I mean, we're, yeah. we're, we've by osmosis, really? should be soaking shows. up the role. It's such an escapist yeah. show in the winter. It comes on and it's, it's yeah. this beautiful weather. And yeah. Do you, um, do you fancy that? Yeah, fancy I'm up for that. Being I, a detective. The um, the I, I was in a an adaptation of Noah's Ark. Right. It was produced by the guys who produce Death in Paradise. Ah. So, I might so they know you work. Like, Just to, I mean, you know yeah. me. You I know, think you'd be good in it. I think you would, yeah. you, you know. We yeah. need to, I don't know if I start an email petition for this. Yeah, the change.org. <laughs> yeah, will we get, yeah. get 100,000, you think, for make you... Yeah, the, I reckon. Then they've yeah. got to debate it. Then they have to debate about in the house, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not much else going on at the moment, so I'm sure they could. Yeah, I think there have been three, and none of them have been uh, Northern accent. That could be the selling point. Yeah, that's what we might. We should twist it as that they've been um, regionalists. Yeah, well, we've had Northerners. Yeah, that's true. I think it was Alexander Armstrong, was it? No, no, no. Ben Miller. Ben Miller did it. Ben Miller. Chris Marshall. Chris Marshall. Yeah, Southern. Southern and Ardle Irish, obviously, but you know, no. No Manx in there, definitely not. Yeah. No, no Manchester United fans. You, that is your club, of course, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, it's um, stressful. Yeah, it, that, <laughs> it's not helping, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe all this talk about going down. That's nonsense, they're not, isn't it? They're not going. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean I'm, not, I'm not like 100% sure we won't, but it's <clears> not, I don't think it'll no. be possible. You get Marshall back and stuff, you'll, be, you'll look a different yeah, team, I yeah. think. I think, you know. A couple of wins, it all changes. You know, yeah. Solid 16th. I wouldn't worry about it. No, I'm only kidding. Yeah. No, you're, <laughs> uh, I'm one to talk at the moment. But it is, it's is, it's been a weird time. It's a weird time for quite yeah. a few clubs at the moment, isn't it? A few of them are in a bit of a mm. state of flux, really. But Yeah, I think it's sometimes, I mean, United just got such a history that mm. it'll maybe get exaggerated a bit. But even with um, Spurs, I, people are talking about like this huge crisis and you think, only like eight games in and it's pretty tight with Chelsea and Arsenal and yeah. only three Everyone's... points behind Chelsea who people think have made a great start yeah, yeah. that's yeah. perception for you really same with Real Madrid they're top of La Liga yeah, and everyone's talking about Zidane, Zidane going yeah it's exactly but um, I think it's just because Zidane's like goes crazy on people like Bale I, I, something must have happened between those two oh but... yeah he does he never fancied him did he he never fancied him mm. so when he came back I think that there was your Strange sitcom though, pilot he knew player, he knew that was never going to work out mm. so Ian we look forward to seeing you uh, in Death in Paradise yeah <laughs> that's uh, well, next time you're in you'll be telling us how you got the gig the, yeah yeah and if it happens you've got to get me and Paul out there as the, oh, vi- yeah, as yeah. the dual victims we're doing no, then we're, we're do, uh, Death in Paradise <laughs> FM we're doing yeah, a kind yeah. of sports radio show out there and we're both murdered by somebody who I murdered you. All right. Yeah, that's that would be great. Loads of ideas for this. (laughs) Yeah. So look, basically, you've got a plot and you've got an actor. And, yeah. and you've worked My with him before. Ability, corpse is the best thing I yeah. can do, I think. And, and you'd be terrible. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. There we are. That was this afternoon show. We're back tomorrow with... I look at the... Have you got any other guests coming in tomorrow, can you think of? Or is the cupboard bare? There's no Motti tomorrow, sadly. He's having a day off. But we have got... Um, adult. adult mascot, yeah. 
Yeah, good. I thought you were going to say Adolf mascot. That's, <laughs> That's a bit of an unfortunate words, name, but... Adolf mascot. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Nick Tanner. He'll be very interesting. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, us and the clips of the week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you shut. So until then, have a great evening. Be listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of Real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.